What's up, y'all? Sean here once again with another episode of the Since Be Cynical Podcast. Today, I have an amazing episode lined up. I will be joined by Joe of the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show. You know, he's one half of the duo over there, along with Nick. These guys keep bringing the best in music and movie guests. So you guys need to check them out. And uh, I was so excited to talk with Joe. I appreciate the time he gave me. He has a lot of insight about classic rock. And, you know, he used to play in bands. So it was cool to talk to somebody that knows the business. So enjoy my interview with Joe of the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show. And joining me now, one of the co-hosts of the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show... Joe, what's going on, man? Much. What's up, Sean? How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Just, uh, you know, trying to stay safe here and uh, quarantined, self-quarantined, you know? Yeah, man. Aren't we all, all doing that right now? I feel good, so I'm just going to live life, you know, until they tell me I can't. Yeah, man. Well, thanks <laughs> for having me on your show. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about the history of the podcast and how you guys started. started a website called coffeestain.com and that was basically a website for the Florida music scene vocal bands you know just basically a directory it had um, links and descriptions of the band uh, categorized by genre that site became the premier site for Florida music and then what we did after that was to continue growing it we started what we called coffee stain radio and that was kind of like a podcast before podcast we would record it right out of our home studio, and then upload it onto the internet for people to download. Um, we would play local music from Florida, all around Florida, because we'd get all kinds of CDs, mm-hmm. and it just kept growing. Yeah, you're talking to a Florida boy, man. So I know all about, yeah, yeah, born and raised in uh, Titusville, Florida, Central. Okay, uh, by uh, Orlando. It is, it is 40 minutes east, and then... We were down in uh, Port Charlotte at the time. Okay. Um, vaguely, but like I said, I'm a, I'm a Florida boy, man. I went to, um, Earth Day birthday as a kid in the Citrus, in the Citrus Bowl, I guess, or they, it was like a stadium kind of outdoor festival. You ever heard of Earth Day birthday? I think I have. Orlando was, put it on. Uh, the radio station show, wasn't it? Yeah, WJR, Crash. But, um, yeah, so that's how I got into like the rock scene, man. And, you know, I'm 33, so... You know, back in the day, it wasn't social media, so I'd have to go on, like, websites and then, you know, find stuff. And then, of course, Napster. That's when I got into kind of, like, the alternative scene, you know. And then my best friends in high school were like, hey, I, I'm 16, by the way. Like, hey, we're going to Disturbed. I'm like, all right. So I, that's why they send me the CD, right, 10,000 Fists? And I'm like, this shit, this shit's crazy awesome, man. Like, so... I saw actually disturbed twice at the Amway Center. Okay. 
in Orlando where the Magic play. And yeah. yeah, so I was just like, it was like a mosh pit, man. I just, I kind of, it was like a bug, you know? I just consider rock music kind of my roots, you know? And, rock and roll do that to you. Yeah, I mean, I venture out to the hip hop and R&B, but I always go back to rock and I love to chat rock music with people. So I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, yeah. The, um, the website we had, coffeestain.com, was mainly a rock site, but, you know, as it started growing, we'd get all kind, all different genres from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, that, and that's why we kind of started Coffee Stain Radio back then, was, um, you know, because we kept getting CDs from everybody. So we was like, why not start a little radio show? It was actually four of us when we started. Nick was there with us, with us and then uh, two of our other buddies. You know, that was a long time ago. Time, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Fast forward a little bit until, I want to say March of this year, is when we started the Rock and Roll Coffee Show podcast. Mm-hmm. When did Coffee Stain start? Coffee Stain started, probably, I want to say it was about 2000. 99, 2000, somewhere right Oh, okay. That was kind of the alternative kind of rock scene was booming then, right? Um, yeah. You're familiar with Disturbed then? Oh, yeah. I saw I saw them in concert at, I don't know, somewhere in Tampa, I think it was, for the website. Yeah, probably the, oh, really? Oh, wow, this is awesome. So it was probably this, that'd be funny if it was like the same tour. I have to send you the date on exactly when I went, but... You know, I saw some kind of emo gothic bands. Did you ever get into those? Um, not not heavily into the big gothic bands, but, you know, the Marilyn Mansons, you know, that kind of stuff I was into. Have you ever been to the castle in Ebor? No, no. I've been to Ebor, though. I got drunk one night there. <laughs> but, but, Many nights there. Yeah, but it was more of yeah, like there was the... there a goth club out there called the castle. I don't know if it's still there, but... Oh, uh, no. I saw Bullfire Valentine live. Fucking awesome. Uh, what was the other one? Asking Alexandria, um, Kill Switch Engage, Rise Against. Rise know. Against, okay. Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're good stuff. And then, um, you know, I, I probably around the early 90s, mid 90s is when I kind of lost touch with a lot of bands. All right, so let's go way back. Let's go way back then. So who. Who were your favorites like back in the day? Were you into like Metallica and ACDC? Probably, I would say Motley Crue, Rat, you know, that whole era, uh, Skid Row, <laughs> ACDC, Judas Priest. That's when I was really getting into music was back in the mid 80s. Yeah. So tell me about your experiences with the show. Tell me about some good memories you have or, you know, any recollection of that era, any guests or anything? Well, back then we had, um, we, when we were doing the show, we decided to start bringing guests into our house because we built the studio in our garage. So we had a little recording studio in there. So we would bring guests, different bands, local bands would come down and perform like an acoustic set or something on our show. So that was always a great time. We filmed a lot of it and Nick actually has some of it still on film, but he has it on, um, I don't know if you remember those, uh, what were they called? Um, I don't remember what the tape is, but it's a, a zip drive. Yeah, sure. We don't have a zip drive player, though. We have the zip discs, but yeah. we were recording everything back then. Video yeah. and audio. So do you have any, um, like, what's the biggest name, like the biggest band that you've ever con- been contacted with or interviewed? You know what? I've never really thought about it, but I did interviews with bands like Dokken. Um, they were big in the 80s. Uh Recently on the Rock and Roll Coffee Show, we spoke with Dave Kushner of Velvet Revolver. Velvet Revolver? Man, that's, yeah. 
I haven't heard them in a while, but tell me about some of your favorite like bands of all time or favorite CDs. Do you have certain songs that stick out to you um, when it comes to classic rock? Um, well, you know, one album that does stick out to me just because it uh, brings back a memory was uh, Ozzy Osbourne's um, Ultimate Sin album. And the reason that sticks in my head is because that was in my tape deck in my car when I first drove my first time by myself so wow. i remember that album he was crazy you know back in the day man he was like super super popular i mean he still is he's like a legend ozzy's still rocking <laughs> stuff that came out maybe a year ago if that still rocking <laughs> yeah ozzy will never die he's one of those people that even when he even when he goes up you know goes up away from uh his body will always be rocking forever it's gonna be a sad day when ozzy goes i'll tell you that <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a uh, a really sad day for the rock community. Um, well, you know, I mean, really, if you think about it, once Ozzy goes and, you know, you're Aerosmiths, I mean, mm-hmm. all the real rock stars are leaving. Yeah. The Chili Peppers are looking good, though, health-wise. <laughs> I don't see them going. <laughs> yeah, health-wise, I don't know about music-wise. <laughs> no, Flea's my guy. Flea. Flea is awesome. Yeah, he's my... I play bass myself, and, and I can't do what Flea does, I'll tell you that. When you were a kid, like, what do you remember about music back then? Well, music was pretty much my life. That and BMX when I was a kid. I used to ride BMX and pretend I played music at the time. I didn't play music. Um, So when I was about 15, you know, I got a bass guitar and started playing. Playing in different bands, um, sharing warehouses. I shared warehouse with Nick. His band and my band shared a warehouse when we were kids. And, uh, you know, that's all I ever did was just music. If I wasn't listening to music, I was playing the music. You were in a garage band? Well, yeah, I was in a lot of bands when I was a kid. And then when I got a little older, probably about, I don't know, 2004, maybe it was, got into a serious band called Last Great Hope. Really? We went on and did two albums. And uh, we did a few stops on three of the band's Warped Tours. Um, wow, you so you you were actually like doing pretty good sales wise. Like you guys made it kind of big. No, no, I wouldn't say big. A small tour with Dead Kennedys, old punk band. Really? You know, didn't make enough to live off of it, but we had fun. Yeah, so we did that. We toured around, and then at, around that time too, I joined another band called uh, Big Machine, and that was put together. It was more of a project mm-hmm. and a band, but that was put together by uh, this producer named Doug K. He also played guitar in the band. Mm. And uh, Brian Johnson from ACDC. Wow. So, yeah, so we wrote, our songs were written by Brian and Doug, and um, we arranged them all with Brian. So they sounded a lot like ACDC. Nice. So I can see how uh, they rank up there on your all-time favorites then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For good reason. They're legendary. So, you know, and then I did that for a while, and then I uh, quit playing, moved out to California. And stayed there for about five years and then came to South Carolina. And then, uh, you know, I've always been in contact with Nick. And then mm-hmm. one day, like I said, back in March, I just decided to uh, ask Nick. I said, hey, you want to get the radio show going again, but in a podcast format? He's like, sure. I'm sure you have good connections, too, that kind of helped uh, the show get started, right, huh? Exactly. You know, once once we decided to do it, um, I reached out to, you know, people I knew in the industry and stuff. And, mm-hmm asked them to be a guest, so they kind of helped out getting it started. Did you ever get into the um, grunge era of the 90s back then? 
I was into, you know, the main bands like the Alice in Chains, the Soundgardens. Pearl Jam, I was into them for a little bit, but not too much. Never yeah. really a Nirvana fan. I was, someone, I was talking to someone else on the podcast, and I feel like a lot of those bands got kind of overshadowed by Nirvana. I feel like when everyone thinks everyone thinks grunge, they think Nirvana. But in reality, behind Nirvana, there was a shitload of good bands from small towns that were killing it. Like, I feel like that era had so many good, like, rock bands, you know? Yeah, I think so. But you had your, you know, your handful of those, like I said, the Soundgardens, Alice in Chains, the Nirvanas. I mean, those bands, I would say, were so good, you know, for what they were doing. Those other, all those other bands didn't quite live up to that status, I don't think. I mean, I hate to be, you know, crazy, but, like, I was into, like, Nirvana and Smashing Pumpkins. I guess that was grunge. Um, That that was considered grunge. Yeah, back in the day, you know. So, as we hit the 2000s, I kind of got into, I don't know if you remember the band um, Vertical Horizon. Oh, yeah. They had had an album. I forgot the name of it, but they had an album that I really got into and and then fast forward to high school, that's when the rock. So I flip-flopped all over, man, all over. Well, talk about, like, the future of the show. Like, what's your ultimate goal? Is it to just continue on kind of what you did back in the day? Is it going to be kind of resemble the same thing? Well, no, because back in the day we played music. So right now it's pretty much a conversation format, kind of like we're doing right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to continue with that. And, you know, it, it's a fun show. We, we don't... Um, it's unscripted. It's a total unscripted show. I don't know if you prepare yourself for your shows, but we don't really prepare too much. And I kind of like that just because it gives it that little sense of danger. You know, I don't know where the conversation's going to go. Yeah, that's my style. I'm open Q and A. I have bullet points. Obviously, you can probably tell <laughs> from this. But yeah, I have yeah. I have bullet points on what I'm going to hit. And to be honest, I knew about rock music, so I wasn't like super like scripted on ours because i was just like i know enough rock music to make it (laughs) interesting you know so i was like i I can just pull i can just pull this band this band when it's unscripted it's um to me it's more fun but yeah to go back to metallica my one of my favorite albums is like the black album Uh i was big into metallica back in the day during the injustice for all tour i would go to i always used to go to concerts early so i went to that one early and while I was there, sitting there with my friends, um, the road one of the road guys came over to us and said, hey, you guys want backstage passes? I'm like, well, what do we got to do? And he said, all you need to do is go polish those bu- those rims on the bus. <laughs> there was like eight of us sitting there, so we're like, it's not going to take us long. So we did, and we went backstage and met Metallica on, and Justice for All Tour. I was just looking at those pictures the other day. Well, that's incredible, man. Yes, you know, we... We used to go early just to meet the bands, and that you know sometimes it worked out like that. So yeah, what drew you to music? Like, what was the actual like reason you got into music? Is it just like the cool sounds, or like what got you into music to begin with? Well, I mean, back then, you know, I hung around an older crowd, I would say probably, and you know they were all listening to music, so I listened to what they were listening to, and back then the bands just looked cool, so they sounded cool and looked cool. So I, was, I thought, well, I need to look cool. So grew my hair long and started playing music. Who's your favorite guitarist of all time? Well, guitarist or bass player? Well, bass, I guess. <laughs> bass player. <laughs> um, probably, I like Nikki Six from Motley Crue was one of them. 
um, Gene Simmons from Kiss, uh, and actually John Taylor from uh, Duran Duran were some of my early influences. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you got anything to uh, to promote? Well, yeah. I mean, your listeners can check out the our podcast, the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show podcast. That's available on all you know podcast platforms. Um, they can visit us on the web at rnrcoffeeshow.com and also on Instagram and Facebook at RNR Coffee Show. You know, we, we do it every week. We have a new episode with a new guest, and they usually air on uh, Friday mornings. All right, sounds good. This was a lot of fun to reminisce on uh, on uh, old, you know, old but good music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I appreciate the time this evening. Yeah, Sean. And uh, you stay safe up there, okay? Yeah, man, you too down there. <laughs> All right, man, have a good night. All right, buddy. See you. All right, there you have it. Another episode of Sensibly Cynical, Down the Hatch. Once again, I want to thank Joe of the Rock and Roll and Coffee Show for joining me today. Um, That was awesome. I hope you enjoyed it because I certainly did. Okay, please check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly Instagram, Sensibly Cynical Pod, and you can check out our Facebook group. Also, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, I would be highly, highly appreciative. Also, we just hit 3,000 followers on Instagram. So thanks, everyone, for following us on there. And, of course, can't forget Twitter, like I just mentioned. Um, Coming up next, I will put up the next Mr. Cynic poll. So I hope you enjoyed the first three installments, Procrastination, Empathy, and Narcissism. You can check them out, along with our entire library of Sensibly cynical. Okay, talk to you guys later. Mask up and stay safe.